Hello, hello, Yasmina. Welcome to the first staff interview with the woman, the myth, the legend, Miss Ravel. Oh, that was a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. So, do you want to yeah. start okay. us off, Mahno? So, we wanted to ask you what do you want to major in originally? So, when I was in school, my passion wasn't actually within the sciences oh, as wow. such, believe it or not. Um, so, I loved to read, I loved um, physical education, everything to do with fitness and with health. And that is something that I am still heavily involved in. It is still a passion of mine, but I've redirected it towards human biology, looking at disease, um, looking at all the factors that can affect health and longevity. So that is still my you know, biggest passion, I would say. Um, but rather than focusing on it from a physical education and sport aspect, I've looked at it from more from a, a biological point of view. Um, so when I was in school, it was never about the sciences. It was always about PE and English and I did a little bit of law as well so originally cool. I was going to go into oh, law wow. yeah so I was I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do but underpinning everything that I have done in the past and I continue to be passionate about now it is all to do with you know human physiology and and biology did you have like this aha moment where you wanted to go into biology um, I think what I realised, probably as I got a little bit older, you know, the bones start to creak. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I realised that I enjoyed more of the theory aspect of sport and exercise science, which was what my original degree was actually in. And what I majored in was the physiology aspect of that. So I realised very quickly that my passion was more towards the human body and how it works rather than focusing specifically on sports performance. Um, I did do a unit on sports psychology as well. So that's where my psychological interest comes in. And again, that's still something that I am very passionate about. But when I was in school, like I said, it wasn't necessarily that way it was more when I started to study a bit more in depth when I was at university and then eventually when I came into teaching. Um, so along that line, why science? <laughs> why so, science? Yeah. Um, again, like I said, it was never about science necessarily when I was in school, but I didn't realise that at the time that my interests were very science driven, but I just didn't see it. In, in that light um, so in terms of me wanting to teach that it was more to do with wanting to go into teaching and helping young people and making people realize that they can go into a whole number of different fields it doesn't have to be just you know shoeboxing yourself into everyone being a doctor everyone being an engineer everyone you know being a writer as such it's about you can choose your pathway along mm -hmm. the way so I wanted to go into teaching to help inspire people, people. to just find what they enjoy and find what they're good at and then you know make decisions along the way so in terms of the science element I found that with teaching there was a lot more to get into in terms of biology mm. um, and the sciences and it's wider application rather than the physical education side of it so I, I love PE um, I do BAs with the with the PE department yeah. a lot I've got a lot of time and respect for them because that was my my initial um, starting point but in terms of science, I just felt like there was a lot more for me personally mm -hmm. to be able to offer in terms of insight and, you know, inspiring people to really realise where those wider concepts are and how it applies to everyday life, but still with that health and physical education element to it. So it was more about what I could teach and what I could offer young people rather than, you know, the subject itself. Right. OK, so what would constitute a perfect day for you? perfect day um 
I get up really early. <laughs> so that. Yeah, 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 I do get up really early. So my alarm actually goes off at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, um, it's part of the five AM club, which is actually a book that I, I read many years ago. Um, and yeah, I like to get up early and get some physical exercise in there as early on in the day as possible. So that's really important. Again, health is obviously yeah. you know really important to me. So I get up extra early before the craziness of the day starts um and i like to have so just some time of a morning to to exercise to reflect on the day ahead to just have some peace and some calm before like i said you know the day gets busy so that's really important for me even if it's of a weekend to just have that that time um then in an ideal world i would come in and everything that i had planned for the day <laughs> would just go in order and would go in sequence and you know i would have time slots for things i'm i like to be organized a little bit of a perfectionist some would OCD. say <laughs> yeah a little bit of OCD. i do laugh about that um, with with my students um but yeah so I, i'd like to think that i could come in and you know have my meetings run on time and be able to get on with certain tasks at the time that I intended to do them and to go in and teach and obviously have amazing lessons um, and really feel like I've left school having achieved everything that I wanted to achieve for me and for for you guys in front of me and for the staff obviously um, and then go home ha- again have some time to just you know breathe at the end of the day and then I do usually go to, to the gym of an evening um, and then an early night. <laughs> Obviously, getting up at four thirty, I do have to be in bed pretty early, so I like to read always before bed. So. Um, along that line of, I wanna, yeah. what book do you, what books do you like to read? Again, I tend to read a lot of nonfiction and a lot of books to do with general well-being, um, to do with sort of the holistic aspects. So to do with health, exercise, nutrition, sleep. Um, you know general routines and practices so a lot of the books that I would read would be a a lot of it is focused around general you know trying to enhance people's lives to the extent where they get the most out of it and where obviously I get the most of mine and then a lot of the things that I would talk to my students about will come from the books that I've read and Mm. the podcasts I've listened to and you know my own experiences so it does inform what I then bring into into the classroom any book recommendations you would like to give <laughs> any book recommendations it depends <laughs> what people's interests are mm. um from a biological perspective um I have I loved the book about uh, Henrietta Lacks so it was to do with like I said very biology based but it's still to do with ethics and stem cells and you know it was looking at the first cells that were used to be able to look at cancer treatments um, so but it's a great book um, it's one that I recommend my new A-level students to read um, and yeah from a, a school and educational perspective when you get to that level I think that, that that's always a good one if you're interested in that sort of thing obviously yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be in my TV list now. Yeah, <laughs> it's that they've actually made it into a film as well. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, is so. it on Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Probably not on Netflix. But there right. is a film. Okay, what's your favorite memory in school? From when I was in school. In school in Aliasmina. Oh, in Aliasmina. Oh, that's a hard one. There's been a lot. Um, for me, I think it's always been the Duke of Edinburgh weekends. They've definitely been my favorites. A lot of the students that I would have taught have been on those trips um, it's a good opportunity to get to know students outside of the classroom um, obviously again linking to that exercise and being in the outdoors and getting that education beyond the classroom that's 
very important to me. Something that, yeah, yeah, holistic education is everything that I would be passionate about. And you know, again, not just keeping it within the classroom. So Duke of Edinburgh trips, those weekends have always been a highlight. I don't think I could narrow it down to one because <laughs> they've all been amazing. Um, but they've definitely been the been the, the times that I've looked forward to and I've really remembered the most. And you know, I'm sure in years to come, those students will also remember those weekends away as well. So when you guys are old enough to do Duke of Edinburgh, I would highly recommend that you do it. It's tough, it does build a lot of resilience, but it's definitely worth it. Okay, yeah. definitely. So, um, like, in these years, in these, like, when, have you ever looked up to someone as, like, a role model? Do you look up to someone now? Do you, like? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I've got a lot of role models. Um, obviously, you know, I've got people in my family who I look up to. I've got friends who I look up to and I've got colleagues that I look up to. And even, you know, a lot of students I've admired for, you know, what they've done. I've had teachers in the past when I was in school who I've also looked up to. So I don't necessarily think I have... You want to give a shout out to one? To my teachers in school. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, definitely don't think they'll be listening. But I had one. One of my English teachers was called Dr. Colhoun. Um, he was an Irish guy and very wise, very quietly spoken, um, but definitely somebody who inspired my love of English and reading and analysing texts and trying to find deeper meaning in things. So for me, he was he was brilliant and, you know, he was had a very um, dry sense of humour, um, but in terms of his classroom <laughs> mannerisms and things, I, I feel like it's something that um, I still try to embed within my, my teaching as well. So, yeah, for sure. It's so cool. He definitely won't be listening to this. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find another way to shout him out. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what's your favorite qualities in people? Um, honesty, integrity, uh, passion, enthusiasm, um, and just the ability to be emotionally intelligent and, you know, read situations and just treat people. Yeah. you know with, with respect yeah. and like I said I think for me trust and integrity is is important and honesty so do you feel like you attract this kind of people <laughs> well that's a hard one um I don't know I think it depends what you see mm-hmm. it's all to do with perception yeah. so do you you know are you going to perceive that they don't have those qualities or do they genuinely not have them I, I don't know I don't know how to answer that question that's a tough one <laughs> that's a good one but it's definitely a tough one to answer yeah I think that wraps it. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Ravel. Yeah. Is that all of the questions? Yep. Yeah. I'm fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Okay. So, very honoured to have you as our first guest. No, yeah. yeah. Literally my pleasure. Yeah. I'm delighted. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> Thanks, girls. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we will be back next session. Boom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>